Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back once again to Goonies World. If you want my love, you must surrender to the Dream Police. My name is Ryan, and uh, also known as me, and I am joined by Colin, also known as Goonie. Hello. And Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh. Yes, and uh, I also like the Dream Police. They live inside of my head. So today we're going to have our third and probably final version or episode of Gangbusters. As we return to 1930s Kansas City, we're not going to bother with a long recap. As usual, if you need a recap, go back and listen to the last episode. But where we find ourselves tonight, it's uh, the middle of the night now in Kansas City in the 1930s. Our characters, Jimmy, who's played by Goonie, who's a gangster, and uh, Bobby, Bobby Marbles, played by Ryan, who uh, everyone thought was a gangster, but it was real in the last episode that he's actually an undercover G-man. These guys want to bring down Salerno, Giovanni Salerno, who's a big crime boss in Kansas City. And they were ordered to kill a fellow named Luigi Vega. But when they found out that, that Luigi had a family and a baby, you know, Jimmy had a change of heart. Jimmy couldn't go through with it because he's got his own baby. So they talked to the FBI. Jimmy can help them uh, maybe prosecute Salerno. He told them where there was a ledger, an accounting ledger, that all of the, the information about the business dealings that uh, Salerno's organization has done with Chicago. And they said, hidden away. And if they can go get that, and with, uh, you know, Luigi's testimony plus that, they can probably bring Salerno down. Um, however, they've had to come up with a wild plan to uh, keep the local mobsters off their back in the meantime. And so, Bobby has stuffed his good buddy Jimmy into the trunk, left their families in a safe house in uh, the Fairmount area of nearby Independence, Missouri, and uh, are driving back to Kansas City with a plan in mind to convince Bobby's plan is to convince uh, Shark McGee who is an underboss for Salerno that he had to kill Jimmy because Jimmy went, went soft and wouldn't kill Luigi it's a good mixture of a lie and the truth and that uh, then he so Bobby killed both of them Luigi and Jimmy and so Jimmy's in the trunk he's already been shot so I think they've uh, bloodied him up even more a little bit, you know, and uh, yeah, and I got my uh, gun kind of poking out of my pocket uh, just in, in case. Just in case, yeah. You just have it in your fucking hand, man. You know, just because <laughs> I, I, you because I probably shot you right after you shot Vinny and and the other guy. I don't yeah. want to edit. Well, what? No, um, yeah, that other guy who was with Vinny, who you killed. Yeah, so, but uh, I think, uh, put, put it in my, uh, put the gun in my pants so that looks like a rigor mortis erection or whatever. <laughs> okay, oh, all right. I get, you know, now you've almost got to shoot somebody just so we can have that scene <laughs> of the bullet coming out of the rigor mortis erection. It's not like a death metal band. Rigor mortis <laughs> erection. <laughs> I'm pretty sure your heart has to be pumping for, for that to happen, but, you know, no. I, I think it, gangster doesn't know that. It stays. I, I, th I thought I heard somewhere that, you know, they can, the dead people can have boners. 
uh, for a while. A corpse boner would be another good metal band. Corpse boner, yeah. Well, as Luigi Vega would say, guys, I just don't need to know that bad about questions like that. <laughs> but where we're going to open our action for tonight is that uh, you're going back to the Pipefitters Union building at 10th and Independence Avenue. So really, that's a straight shot up Independence Avenue from Fairmount and Independence up to 10th Street. And uh, you cross, uh, you go into kind of an unincorporated area and cross over a small river. And uh, finally, it's the Blue River. And finally, you end up in... Uh, right outside the Pipefitters Union building. The Pipefitters Union is, of course, the front for this racket of Salernos that Shark McGee, his uh, his niece's husband, runs, which is pushing slot machines on businesses, as we saw in our uh, episode one of Gangbusters. But the uh, big chain link fence opens, and you drive the car in. The little guy who op- you know opens and closes the chain link fence gives you a nod. And, uh, of course, the dock is open as usual, and there's light spilling out from where Shark is sitting with those four or five other, you know, gunsels, uh, drinking coffee, having a few sips of whiskey, and uh, letting the time go by. And when they hear the car pulling up, of course, they look up curiously, and uh, McGee, Bobby, hey, what's your better half? Uh, a little bit of a long story there, Shark. Um, he went soft. He couldn't do it. What? You gotta be kidding me. No, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm not kidding you. Uh, and not only that. Where the fuck is he at? I took care of it. I took care of both of them, but not until after he had freaked the fuck out and whacked Vinny and the other guy. What? Yeah, you you sent him, apparently sent him around to, to just, you know, do a little recon on us. And when he came up and saw them after he failed to do the job, he ran out and before I could even do anything, he just got both of them. So I just got fucking Luigi and then went out there and got fucking Jimmy too. You're saying that Jimmy got got Vinny and the other guy? Oh, yeah, I know. Terrible. Oh, oh. So but I got. But you I got did Jimmy. Jimmy. You did Jimmy. Yeah, he's right here. And I. What? You kidding me? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. Just gonna go get rid of him here in a minute. Then I slam the trunk shut. Wow. At least you didn't do it in the face. At least didn't. How do you how do you go down? You go down hard or easy? How yeah. many shots did it take? It only took two. His wife will be devastated. Yeah, I know. Listen, you're gonna. What? Well, bring him inside. I, I got a phone call like I can make. I got. Uh, I, I got a, a mortician who owes uh, who owes Salerno a favor. No, I'm go, just gonna go ahead and bring him all inside. I'm just gonna dump him in the river, boss. I, I don't. You sure that's a good idea? Well, I think I'd, I'd rather, you know, wash up downstream than than get, I don't know. I just couldn't believe it went down like this, man. You know you're going to have to dump the gun, too, if you do that. You sure you don't want us to make him look nice and pretty for his wife? You know she'll be devastated. He just had that baby. This is awful. Well, uh, look, I know, but, uh, I mean, <laughs> if, I'd, if I hadn't done it, it was going to get done it was getting did either way. This turned out to be a rather expensive job in terms of manpower. Yeah, I'd say. 
you know Salerno, Salerno's going to want to talk to you later. Yeah, I know. He's busy tonight. But, uh, you know, the second he finds out about this, you might be in the hot seat for a bit, my friend. I'll do what I can for you. I think it's going to come out okay for you in the long run, but he doesn't like sloppy jobs. Well, fortunately, it wasn't my fault. It was fucking Jimmy. Well, it's not me that you're going to have to convince. You know what I'm saying? I understand. This might be the last good night's sleep you get in a while, so I would go home and get one. All right, as soon as I dump this fucking corpse off. All right, uh, all right. Ah, oh, Jesus. This is terrible. I got to call my priest. And uh, right. he, he, he turns and goes back inside. And what do you what do you do now? Let's hop back in the car and uh, head in the direction of the river, and then head up north, loop back around, and go back to Independence. Okay. Yeah. So you head up towards uh, like you're heading for the Hannibal Bridge, and then you uh, loop back around and uh, head back towards Independence. Well, Paying very very careful attention to whether anyone appears to be following me. Okay. And you're going back to Independence. Why? To drop off Jimmy. Well, actually, we should both go to... Was it the Bell Reeve? Oh, I where? thought we were going to do that tomorrow. We can do that tonight, though. That's fine. Well, we don't have much time for... I don't know. I guess that, that you're... You fooled them pretty well. For now, anyway. Uh, so we might be able to wait till tomorrow to do it, but I think tonight would probably be uh, work better. I don't know. Well, that's fine with me. I don't care. I just, uh, you know, it's hard to hear you from the trunk. Why don't you? Why don't you come? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you come come up and sit in the at least sit in the back seat or something? Well, you you, you feel pretty confident that that they bought it. Shark bought it, and um. You feel pretty confident that you haven't been followed or anything. If you wanted to go straight to the Bell Reeve, like I say, it's it's uh it's after midnight by now, uh, but that's okay. It's a good time for sneaking around. On and- the way to the Bell Reeve, then I would like to stop by Jimmy's actual house and get him like a new a clean shirt and jacket. That's a very good idea. Yeah, yeah, I gotta. I got a lot of, uh, got some nice wardrobes, so okay. stop by. Watch well, a quick pit, pit stop and splash a little water on your face. You know, uh, luckily, you know, it's not like the bullet is in your, your shoulder. It just kind of Yeah, I don't think. So <laughs> it, you know, it's a fairly clean in and out puncture and a uh, little rubbing alcohol, you know, grimace of pain. Wrap something around it for now. Worry about the details later. But you're pretty sure it won't get infected or anything. You get a nice new, nice new jacket, nice new pair of pants, pair of pants with a nice stripe down the side. You know, two little two little uh, silver stripes down the side of the black pants, looking sharp. And uh, after dark, well, after midnight, in fact, you uh, head down to Midtown where the Belle Reve Hotel is. It sits at Armor and Warwick. And when you get there, there are lots of fine hotel uh, hotels around here. There are many lining Armor Boulevard. And in fact, 
uh, John Lazio was gunned down right outside one of these buildings, not far away, you know, uh, before Salerno took over in Lazio's absence. And uh, a lot of gangsters have penthouses and things like that in some of these nice, tall apartment buildings. The Belle Reve is a pretty imposing and lovely building. It's really uh, hopping right now, even after midnight, because on the ground floor they have a club called the Kasbah Club. And there's like a swinging hot band in there. And uh, there's a place out back where you can park or you could use the valet. Which do you prefer? Uh, I, don't like, I, don't like, I don't like tipping. Okay. We'll assume you park out back where there's a lot of service parking and other things. The people who are staying long term, you know, and things like that. And you park the car. There's a back door where you can access the lobby from the back. And you walk past a bank of swanky elevators. Man, there's a flurry of activity in here for it being so late. The Casbah Club opens onto the lobby off to your left. And otherwise, it, it's just a really beautiful hotel. They have a great, you know, the desk with all the mailboxes behind it. You know, the rows of little keys. and uh, But there's staff running around like like crazy. They're sending cleaning people in a hurry to the... Uh, to the stairs and uh, pushing another cleaning cart back over towards the service elevator, which is mostly out of sight. Seems like something really big and uh, fancy is going on here. Of course, the music's hopping from the Casbah Club, and uh, I don't know if you really want to make your way over to the desk and all that, but uh, that's what's happening here. They look like uh, the hotel staff is hurriedly preparing for some kind of unexpected event is the vibe you get, you know, people running back and forth. The hotel manager is out there, you know, uh, like a drill sergeant issuing off orders to other people. And make sure you got clean towels. For the love of God, make sure you got plenty of clean towels. And that kind of thing. What do you guys want to do in this crazy environment? You've been told, I'll remind you, that Salerno has a suite on permanent reserve on the top floor. You know that. Um, But it's not like he lives here. He uses it for meetings and probably for his mistress and apparently to keep a ledger in (laughs) and other things he doesn't want in his house well I think we should just I think we should just get in the freaking elevator and just go up there and see if we can yeah I don't want to be seen here let's let's get the job done okay well uh, outside just as you're getting as you're waiting for the elevator you press the button and uh, outside you can tell there's a flurry of commotion out front, you see like a couple of flash bulbs go off from cameras, and uh, there's a limo pulling up outside. Just then, the, oh, the, the hell's that? The elevator door opens. You want to get on the elevator? You want to like hold the door open for while it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait just a second. I gotta see who this is. Some big shot. All right, Max says the elevator operator, who I just realized would would be in here, and the door wouldn't be like automatically closing on you uh, because sure. there's an elevator operator. And uh, I, I imagine he's an African-American gentleman, you know, probably wearing a uniform of some kind. And he goes, oh, that's the big man himself coming into town tonight. You didn't know that? You mean, you don't mean... I mean, our big Pendergast. man... No, 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 no. I'm talking about our big man from Chicago who's got himself a permanent suite here all the time. Anytime oh, he you like. mean that big man? You Capone, wow. I got to get his autograph. That's right. Al Capone's coming in. He come in here about three or four months. But uh, you didn't hear that from me now, brothers. And uh, he gets you. He's like so. That's not how he would have acted. But uh, he's a little bit anachronistic. But he's ahead of his time. And uh, so are you guys. 
for letting yeah. call you his brother. But he, he uh, now what floor are you going to, my fine gentleman? Is it is it the very top or? Is it- yeah, it's top floor. All right, so he takes you up to the top and uh, lets you out. All right, now y'all be careful here. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, no tip. We don't. Do they don't? They don't tip elevator operators, right? That's that seems excessive. That's, that's up to your discretion. I don't think they were. They would sit there and wait for a tip, like a mm-hmm. bellhop would. Mm-hmm. He says that the door is closing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'm not really an asshole. Yeah, I am. I'm a fucking asshole. Well, the the elevator leads you out to you. Left and right, um, there are deep, plush, uh, mahogany. Uh, I don't mean ma- not. I don't mean mahogany. I mean like maroon red uh, carpet, and the walls are like a pearl gray. And there are like track lighting along the walls. It's just absolutely swanky. You're not sure exactly which suite that uh, Soler- is Salerno's, however. Um, so it's probably one of the four corner ones because those are the nicest. Did did Rex? I can't remember in the last episode if Rex suggested that it was actually shared with Capone or was it a different? No, one? he was saying that Capone also has a a suite and reserve in the same hotel. It's like, you know. Gotcha. Well, <clears throat> then let's wait for Capone and try the other three that he doesn't go to. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to accidentally break into Capone's suite. That well, no bad. sooner do you say that than one of the elevator dings and the door opens oh, and two guys walk out. And they're dressed even nicer than you are. They're big, heavy set guys. One of them's not Capone. You've seen his picture in the papers. But uh, these guys look up and down the hallway and they both look at you. You go, what are you standing around for? Uh, we're trying to figure out... Uh, which uh, suite is uh, ours? Hey, well, our friends. We know oh, it's yeah. uh, one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to see. Well, do oh. me, do me a favor, all right? Would you clear the hallway? You want us to clear the hall- hallway? I want you to clear the fucking hallway. He says. He walks towards you. Goddamn hey, you work- city yokel. You work for Capone. What do you think? I just want to. I just want to see the man. All right. Uh, We're just I don't fans. think that's gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. I'll get his autograph. Uh, I, I I came here to see big, you know, Scarface himself. Jimmy, buddy, Jimmy, Jimmy, come on! You don't want to get shot again today. Listen, once, once is enough. Listen to your friend. Says the other one. It's fucking disrespectful. All right, all right. I'm going. I'm oh, clearing oh, 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 the hall. I'm disrespecting you. I'm disrespecting you. That's yeah. What oh, oh, I can't. Oh. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I'm a big fan. All right, that's all. I'm a big fan of this guy. It's you know waiting around here. Talk to fans, so why don't you do me a big favor? All right, okay. I want you to, to write down how you feel about this situation. Okay, reflect on it, and then you take that and you fold it up and you stick it up your ass. All right. Now fuck off and get out of the hallway. Uh. Now, if that's not disrespect, I don't know what is. I'm just going to grab Jimmy and fucking try it in the fucking hallway. Yeah, listen to your friend. Your friend's got some sense. Okay. And then you hear another. close to popping that guy. So, I mean, I you guys are like right around the corner down there, right? And you hear the ding. Yeah, it's all clear. It's all clear, boss. Damn it. I was going to get it. And uh, I want to see him. Does anyone want to risk a peek around the corner? 
You hear some... I got to. Okay. <laughs> Make an observation roll. Scarface. Uh, yes, 29. Well, you duck your head back real fast <laughs> because you see he's turning the direction you walked, right? He's probably coming from for the suite at the very corner that you just ran to and turned around. But he's got like two dames on his arm, you know, and they're all ever, they've obviously been drinking. And uh, he's got about a half dozen guys with him. And those other two guys you originally talked to are just still lurking out in the hallway by the elevators. And uh, Al is uh, telling a story, you know, to the girls, and they're all laughing, and all the guys are laughing like he's just brilliant. You know, and then I told him, I told him, hey, I don't care if you're the governor, all right? Uh, this is the way we do it in Chicago, right? Am I right, fellas? Uh, oh, yeah, you're right, boss. Oh, yeah, oh, you're right. Uh, you're real witty, boss. Yeah, you got a real way with words, boss. And uh, they're about to... So you got a long hallway to run down and turn another corner if you want to avoid them coming and turning the corner and seeing you guys in the hallway again or whether you just want to keep walking casually or something. But wouldn't be good to be found lurking here, which you will be in about 30 seconds. <laughs> Uh, so the, the, the guys that were kind of the security were just, are staying They're put still over by the elevators. Yeah. Yeah. But you, they wouldn't see you if you kept going down this hallway you're on. Yeah. You know, we can, it's all right. I guess if the other people see us, just not those guys. Yeah. All right. So you. Were you going to walk like towards them or away from them? Like you had just been casually walking down the hall or are you going to try to run so no one sees you at all? Or what are you going to do? I'd like to head uh, away, just keep distance from them and then see where they're going. Yeah, I just want to make sure we know which rooms they're going in. You walk down the hallway risking the occasional backward glance. And then it's awkward as hell because they don't stop at that corner. They, They turn. And start walking down the same hallway. You're walking down, but you're far enough ahead of them, you know what I mean? That, that uh, uh, So I imagine you turn the next corner, and then they go to the, that corner room. The one that you would... So uh, you hear the door open, and the girls are laughing. Right, right this way, ladies, says Capone. And uh, everybody goes in laughing and having a big party. And uh, luckily, you've avoided... Uh, you got to see the big man, though, himself, Scarface. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you know that uh, you know that one isn't Salerno's. All right. Well, then the next one that we would hit, continuing around the building at the next corner, mm-hmm. I think we should try that. All right. Well, it's not like they got like a nameplate on the door or anything like that. But uh, I imagine that. Uh, Listen in. I want to. Yeah. Well. Hopefully That's there's idea. nobody in it, but well, yeah, give, I'm going to listen. listen. Yeah, you poke your ear up at the door. Make an observation roll. Uh, I did not get it. You feel quite confident that uh, there's certainly nothing loud happening in there. Yeah. I'm going to knock on the door. There's no answer. Seems... All clear. You know how to pick a lock, Jimmy? Uh, you know, I actually never did that kind of stuff before. Well, it looks like it might up to might be up to you. You've had a little training in that area, Bobby, so why don't you go ahead and make an agility roll? 
we're gonna assume you've got uh, things like that on your person. Here. No, I fail. Sixty-nine. Well, you're sitting there trying to get the the, the lock open, and it doesn't sound like it's working. And then uh, you hear the elevator ding again from like way down the hallway. Okay. And you picture yourself at the top left corner of a square, right? The elevators are in the bottom of the square in the middle of the bottom line, right? Right. So depending on which way they're walking. But you do hear, it's hard to hear footsteps, but you can see shadows coming down the hallway. Like people are going to come turn that corner like they're heading this way towards this suite, maybe. You're still right right there by the door right now. Come on, Jimmy. Like stand up and just walk casually towards the elevators down the hall. Okay. Okay. And uh, as they turn the corner, Salerno drops his jaw as he looks at both of you. Hey, boss, how's it going? And he's got about four guys with him, all guys you kind of recognize, but they don't work there at the Pipefitters Union. They're guys that you saw hanging around with him at Yancey's gym uh, earlier tonight. And so that's what that's what you do. You go, hey boss. He's like, Hey, what's going on? Well, well, fucking well. And all of them What are you talking about? All of them uh kind of reach reach I just had the craziest phone call. I was just downstairs in the club. Manager calls me over. Shark McGee's got a little story for me. Apparently, oh, I shit. see now that Shark McGee is a excellent fucking fiction writer, apparently, or some motherfucker is. Now, you fucks back right up, and you back up to that room. What are you doing up here, anyway? I got that. Uh, feeling. Fellas, convince me. Coming to meet you. Uh, all Okay, all four of the guys he's with, they all draw their guns. Hey, easy, 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 easy. All right, just back on up into the room, fellas. We're going to have a nice little talk. Maybe, yeah, let's have a chat. Maybe you got a song and dance where you can sing your way out of this. <clears throat> and uh, uh, if you go along... Shark's easy, the one that's been telling stories. Well, he whispers to one of them, and one of them walks off down the hall. And the other three kind of herd you into the room. One of them unlocks it, and you see it's beautiful, sweet, nice. It's got low, dim, you know, night lighting in here already, but one of them hits the lights. No, 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 no. Turn the lights off. I like the dark. Dark for dark fucking business. This is Salerno. And, uh... Salerno, walk. You sit down there. Have a cow. Why don't you make yourselves a drink? I'm going to freshen up. And uh, he goes back into what must be a master bedroom suite, and you're after a minute, you're a toilet flush, and you're like a heavy, like, metal door closed inside that room and uh, he walks back in and looks at you and the other three guys are like standing behind you on the couch because the couch isn't against the wall it's a big enough suite that you know there's like a sitting area kind of in the center of the room that you can walk around and the three guys are standing behind you he's like so you telling me the shark's the one telling tales Uh, apparently so what what, what what did he tell you well, he told me that uh, Jimmy here went soft. And then when Jimmy here went soft, you took care of Jimmy and Luigi Vega. But apparently that ain't the fuck what happened. 
Apparently not. I'm still alive, and i never gone fucking soft. You know I'd never go soft. Well, I, and, uh, I admit it was hard to believe. What? This fucking shark guy. I don't know what it's just, if he's on fucking opium, is he, if he's drunk. I don't know what his problem is, but uh, clearly he's he's gone insane or something. Yeah. And then there's a knock on the door. Yeah, come in. And the guy who he whispered to who walked off down the hall opens the door and Al Capone and three of his guys all walk in. Hey, oh, Al, how you doing, buddy? And they, they give each other like a hug and kiss on the cheek and uh, say a few things to each other in Italian. And, and uh, Mr. Capone, Mr. Capone. Yeah, and uh, Capone Jimmy Carano here. He, he, Shit. At first, he doesn't even make eye contact with Big you. Big fucking shot. Don't even look at me. What's it, what, what, what's it with this guy here? Hey, Mr. Capone, uh, uh, Jimmy Carano here, just a big fan is all. Well, just saying hello, that's all. Actually, I thought you might like to meet Mr. Capone, Jimmy, says Salerno. Because, uh, you know, you and Al got a lot in common. Turns out, you know, Jimmy here, he's a baseball fan. Did you know that, Al? No shit. Yeah, Al here, you know, he's a big baseball fan. He's got a, a beautiful... Check this beautiful thing out. And... Uh, from the hallway, they hand in this big baseball bat. And Al Capone takes it in his hands. And uh, so uh, Jimmy here was just telling me a story about uh, how my my good friend Shark McGee. Al, you were at his wedding, right? I was. I was. I was at his wedding. And uh, yeah, they say that uh, I guess he's turned against me. He's telling stories. The guy who married my niece, right? Who's the godfather to my children. Okay. He's fucking Irish. He's Irish. He's fucking drunk. You know it. You got a problem with uh, Irish people? No, but they like to drink. My mother okay. was Irish, you fuck, and she was a saint, and he backhands you. You gonna let him do it? Well, I mean, yeah, I have to. Yeah. I mean, Man. he's already... <clears throat> Get a nice big backhand right across the face. <laughs> All the guys laugh. I don't know. It sounds like uh, you got... Funny, yeah. Funny, like funny. Al Capone says... He looks at Bobby and goes, Who the fuck are you supposed to be? Uh, I, I, you know, I ain't nobody. Uh, you must be a killer, huh? Huh? Must be a real killer. Hey, let's talk about what a killer you are. And uh, he takes a gun out. Real, real beauty. It's an old revolver. And uh, he properly hands it to you. And uh, since uh, I was just thinking, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to overstep uh, my bounds here, uh, uh, Geo. Uh, you know, I know this is Kansas City, but uh, what I was thinking here is, uh, you give your buddy Bobby here a chance to do what he failed to do before. And uh, if it's true that this fellow went soft here, then maybe Bobby could go ahead and uh, shoot him right now. He'll go away save his own ass. What do you think about that? You know, Al, you got a mind that I... It's a genius mind, Al. That's that's how you've been... That's how you've risen to the top, my friend. And uh, he goes ahead and hands... Smart. He goes and hands you the gun, Bobby. All right. I just want you to know I don't believe a word of your bullshit story. I trust Shark McGee with my life. I think he's pulled one over on him. I think he's gone soft. I think he's let that Luigi Vega fuck go. 
And Bobby, I think you got more brains in this one here. I'm actually kind of impressed that you tried to pull one over on Shark. So I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself, Bobby. All right? I want you to take care of uh, take care of this fuck right here. And the three guys who are standing behind the couch, they kind of back up and fan out. So they don't get blood splayed on them or anything. Don't worry about housekeeping. It won't be the first time they've had to deal with it. He's so smart, he's not going to do it. You, you're wasting your time. Uh, so I'm going to uh, open the cylinder of the revolver and look at the bullets. Or look at the, you know, so yep. have any of the primers been popped? Or are they all, n- none of these rounds have been shot? No, no, no. It's fresh. Okay. I'm going to give it a little spin and close it back up. <laughs> and we got Hopalong Cassidy over here. Well, I mean the cylinder, not like the... Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, I'm going to say... All right, Jimmy. Should we go in the other room? Or you want me to do it right here? And I'm not saying... uh, I'm asking the other guys, not Jimmy. Well, I don't know. know. This is kind of a nice couch. I kind of like the couch... All right, all right, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Hey, Rocco, where's Rocco? Rocco, come here, come here. I want you to go take the shower curtain. I want you to put it down next to the bed, all right? Go to the balcony, yeah. All right, you stay in there with him until he's done. All right. All right, look, you guys, look, guys we're going to play cards or what? Yeah, let's play cards. All right, let's play cards. And uh, they sit down, oh, oh, you know, they're in the, right in that room and uh, begin to play cards. And let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Yeah, let's have a drink. Well, I got to tell you, you got some personnel problems out here in Kansas City. Oh, don't worry. It's all taken care of. Don't worry. Rocco will make sure it happens. And uh, that's that. You guys, uh, Rocco leads you into uh, the bedroom. And indeed, there's a space in between the bed and the balcony. And he rips the shower curtain down and lays it down on the floor. He goes, and he's holding his gun, too. He goes, all right, Bobby. If it was me, I would have popped your ass. But the boss is the boss. Yeah, yeah. I Go ahead and do this, do this, fucker, this traitor, this wuss. The guy who couldn't kill a wuss is like actual 1930s slang. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take this little Mary, this little Mary here who couldn't do what needed to be done. And do what you got to do, and if you can't do it, I will. Now you had heard like a metal door shutting in here Coming, earlier. I'm, I'm looking for the safe. Right. That's, that's exactly. There's not a safe that you see, but there is like, uh, you know, those like tasteless, sad clown portrait type paintings. There's, there's one of those uh, hanging over the dresser. Mm. What are you waiting for? This is Rocco. <sighs> well, I knew this. I knew it was going to come to this. I'm just not, you know. Anyway, whatever. All right. Jimmy, get on your knees. Now you, now you, you're not really gonna do this. I know you're not because I know who you are. They don't know who you. Are. Why don't you, why don't you show them who you really are? Why don't you, why don't you show them what you got in your pocket? And I'm gonna try to whisper to Jimmy <laughs> in a way that Rocco will hear, which is probably the dumbest idea. But just pretend to be dead, you fuck. Yeah, I just made an observation. Right before you said that, too, I was made an observation roll for Rocco to see if, if he noticed anything funny about the way 
you guys were acting, and I wish you could see my O2 that I rolled here. <laughs> and uh, he steps back and opens the door. He goes, hey, boss, I think this might require your attention. And now you can act. And I'm going to shoot Rocco in the fucking head. Okay. Bam. Like run over and just point blank him and then shut the door okay. and lock it. Well, and take a plus 30 to the shot. Also, there is a bit in the rules that talks about um, imp- shots like that where you it's perfectly appropriate within the rules to just, when you shoot somebody in the head that close, I mean, you just kill them. I don't remember what page number it's on or anything, but gangbusters aficionados will know what I'm talking about. So is that a bonus or a penalty? Well, if you had already been locked in hand-to-hand combat with him and tried to shoot him, it would have been a penalty. But no, this is stalking across the room and bam, shoot him in the head real fast. Because he's, remember, he's kind of looking out the door calling to the boss. Well, I rolled a 27. Well, that's going to hit him in the head. And uh, I'm going to rule that this is one of those impossible to live through, impossible to miss types of shots. And his brains go all over uh, the wall. And then you hear, of course yells and you hear well, get get Al out of here get Al out of here saying to the guys I pulling your body and and slam the door shut and you've lock locked it yeah lock. but you feel like they're they're basically their first instinct is to get Al Capone out the fuck out of the hotel room and pro- maybe even out of the hotel right but uh so instantly though almost instantly there's like like heavy pounding on the door right and and uh you hear Salerno's voice like uh, he's a Bobby. You open the door, you motherfucker. You open this door, you son of a bitch. And then you, they're kicking on it really hard. You think it's only a matter of time before they do bust through it. What do you guys do? I'm throwing that painting off the wall and uh, trying to frantically get whatever documents out I can if I can even get the fucking thing open. Well, you open it up and there's a lock. And it's not a combination lock, it's a key lock. And meanwhile, bam, 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 bam. And then bam, 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 shooting the lock. Okay, well, shooting at locks either works or it doesn't. But in a situation like this, I'm going to rule that uh, it probably does, despite things I have seen on Mythbusters. And uh, bam. Well, and hang on a minute. I said there were multiple kicks in the door, and I am going to let each three of those. Yeah, and the second kick, that door goes open. I'm going to say it's just as you've got the thing open. So now, you're all in the room. Salerno is not the guy who kicked the door open, but they immediately stepped aside so he could stand there. He's holding two 45 automatics in his hands, and he sees you standing there holding the ledger. Again, there is that balcony behind you, but I think it's like an eight or nine story building. And uh, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm going to run as fast as I can past Salerno. I mean, I was just going to jump out the window, but there's no surviving that. <laughs> um, or at a minimum, like, survival is, is minuscule in probability. So I'm going to run, push past Salerno and all these guys and just try to juke past all of them and out the fucking door and run to the elevators. All right. I think that's an excellent, awesome plan. And please make a muscle roll as I make... A muscle roll. <laughs> 98. Oh, I, I got a 14. 
and not for anybody, not for his guys, but for Salerno. And now you're locked in it, right? And unfortunately, you rolled 98, which is pretty bad. So not only do you not get past them, <laughs> okay, Salerno yanks the ledger out of your hands. And then he yells, take care of them, boys. And he goes running off out of the out of the the room, out of the suite. Maybe down the hallway, you don't know, but you're reeling on the floor. And uh, don't you love a good critical failure? Jimmy, what do you do? Surely you're not just still sitting there on your knees waiting uh, to be fake no. killed. Um, no, there's three so of these guys how many- here. There's a tight doorway. It's a cluster fuck of a situation. Yeah. I'm going to sh- shoot him. And you do. All right, 57. 57 hits the first one. And uh, he's the, the one who uh, actually kicked the door open for Salerno. Wearing a mustard-colored suit, so we can call him Mr. Mustard. And uh, you hit Mr. Mustard, you do the, the gun six points of damage. He staggers back a little bit. And uh, Bobby, what do you do? I guess stand up, which is a, an action. So, and well, maybe you don't stand up. I don't want to put actions into your mouth. Well, I didn't realize I got knocked down. I thought he just grabbed me and took the papers, but um, well, no, that's, how, that's how I picture it too. It's more of a takedown, and uh, he may even give you a little kick in the side for good measure. Well, I uh, I don't even give a fuck about these guys, and there's too many of them anyway. I'm just going after Salerno. All I care about is that little fucking ledger. And I would too if I were you. And. Uh, so I'm going to assume you try to do that same thing again. Just launch up off your feet, stagger through the doorway like you're playing football. And just bash right through these guys. Now, remember, they're a little bit staggered, too. Uh, I am going to roll for both of them, but first one got an 86. And you could be in luck. Seven, second one got a 71. I got a 22 this time. This time you make it past them. And you're out into the into the, the living room where, where you guys just were earlier. And, uh, Jimmy, what do you do? Um... Are they uh, chasing after him, or are they just well, are the other guys just staying there? It just happened that very second. He yeah. just seen him leave there, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. you know, like you, you, you can only assume they will, though. Mister Mustard, of course, is in the way between you and them. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot him. Okay, he's also gonna shoot me too because I didn't give him a turn. So it just like bam, it like happens almost all at once. Did you hit him? All right. Uh yes, I rolled 18. Okay, you've done 12 points of damage to Mister Mustard. Mr. Mustard, unfortunately, has just rolled a 43, which for him hits. Tags you in the thigh on the other side of your body. Bam! And uh, it's clean. It's a clean wound. You, the bullet passes through you and hits the wall, but that's another six points of damage. And I know you've, you're have you already hurt, and I think you only have like seven hit points left. That, yep. Yes. So anyway, uh, but Mr. Mustard is teetering, teetering on his last leg like you'd think... He's almost ready to die. Meanwhile, um, blam and blam. Ooh, well, there's another 98. Uh, two ineffective shots enter the living room from those guys you just blew past, Bobby. But you can get out into the hallway and uh, you just see Salerno turn. You know, you see just like his feet and back, you know, going toward, you know, all the way down at the end of the hall, turning the corners. Uh, but then the stairway doors by ele- the elevators, you hear those bang. Like he's run for the stairs, and of course, if you're gonna chase him, there's only one thing to do. You know what I mean? Just try to catch up. Why don't you make an agility roll to see? I mean, I'm picturing you just like 
Jesse Owens sprinting down this hallway, right? Trying to make up some lost time. So go for it. You said agility? Yeah, agility. 34. That's pretty good. And so you sprint down the hallway as fast as you can. And uh, in fact, the stairway door is still kind of swinging when you get there. But you can't really see him you know what i mean you can just hear the echo of his footsteps you, you know and you, you try to lean over and a, you can kind of tell his shadow and where he's at but uh unless you would try to jump down or like I absolutely jump down you know, a flight of stairs or half a flight of stairs at a time right that's what i was gonna say and uh now that's a plus 20 agility roll you could fail it. it's a pretty easy thing to do but go ahead and make that but before you do that i want to go back into the room with jimmy i'm sorry okay and jimmy uh Mr. Mustard is kind of swaying, but all this is happening so much faster than we're describing it. But I sounds like you're about to shoot at him again. I can hear those dice. Yep. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Well, you tag him, and that one puts him down right through his throat, and uh, he clutches at it, looks surprised for a second, and staggers back, falls on his ass, dies in a sitting position, you know, in the hallway, leaning up against the wall, and. You want to take off after those other, or you're gonna to have to get past those other two guys. But do you want to chase after Bobby yeah. rather than stay here yeah. and fight these guys? And uh, damn it, I don't know why I'm acting disappointed that they can't hit you, but they still haven't. I've got a 73 and a 68, which is uh, not that far off, but those are both misses. And you go tearing off down that hallway. You can kind of see when you get to the end of the hall the, the stairway door swing and meanwhile uh make an agility roll at plus 20 bobby as you vault down those stairs uh, and he leaps not gonna take those stairs and waste the time uh so it's a penalty right the plus 20 penalty so I need a. No, you want to get under your. I want to get under a bonus. Because it's not that hard to do. Oh. So you add twenty to your agility and then roll less than that. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I got it. Okay. Yeah, because it's not like super hard. We've all seen these. It just goes on like six or eight flights of steps and then turns and goes down another and just all the way down probably sixteen times. All the I way down to the bottom. What I was modifying, whether I was modifying the diet, the roll, or the actual. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the target numbers. Now, uh, okay, I just got a really nice roll for Salerno, a uh, thirteen, and uh, I want to say he starts kind of sliding down around this circular banister. But what that does do is it opens up, it opens him up to line of sight. You know what I mean for you guys for a second and you could both take a shot at him you know leaning down the stairwell because if he was running down the stairwell staying close to the wall you wouldn't be able to get a line of sight but now that he's on the banister trying to slide down it's a desperation move uh well i got a 13 Bam! i got a one. Oh, nice okay so that's gonna be double damage so that's all together now you got an 18 points of damage to salerno which has damn near killed him but he goes and rolls off down the rest of the stairs and uh, do you guys he's running um still you can hear him but he's breathing heavy and uh, i assume you guys keep chasing him but he stopped trying to slide down the stairs do you guys uh slide down the stairs yourself or does 
run real fast after him or keep doing those vaulting jumps to gain some time or what it's, might you do how how many floors have we gone down or are we yeah, at you're right still now on the first landing on the eighth floor and you got there's two turns every floor so that'd be 16 turns all the way down and Salerno looks like he's about halfway down already so sliding is faster I'm taking it yeah but exposes you to risk if he wants to shoot at you I'll take that risk what about you Jimmy like I just want to know how many like is there I'm assuming there's like that little space between you can look down you know that's um, why you could see him when he was sliding down yeah. the banister but if he's just on the stairs you can't see him if he's up against the wall right. up the side of the wall but yeah it looks like a long so, long way down it's a, a really long way down because uh, it would kill you if you jumped it'd be, it. okay it would be, be a shortcut down but I guess uh, you'd die so I'm, yeah. I will just uh, keep uh, yeah I'm pretty hurt so I'm gonna just run and not use the not expose myself okay that's probably smart so I'm gonna assume you guys just just run for it as best you can you're not doing any more hopping or well Ryan's sliding so please make an agility roll not not modi- not modified 36 you slide down you're gonna gain some time but a gunshot goes off Blam. <gasps> That's a 24. Please take six points of damage as bullet, uh, uh, that meaty part of your calf, you know, is exposed as you're sliding down. Just bam! Ooh, that stings. And, uh, um, and then, you know, Slam ducks away. You can hear him running, but you're still sliding. And, uh, you get to the bottom only a little bit after Slerno does, maybe th- between 30. 30- not even, you know, maybe 30 seconds, you know, and uh, Jimmy's still running. So he's coming down a little bit behind you. That stairwell opens up right onto that back entrance into the place that you guys came in. And uh, you're just in time to see Salerno jumping into his car and starting it. It's a really, really nice uh, phantom. It's not far from where you guys are parked, though. He's starting it and beginning to try to roar out of the parking lot. So. You could shoot at the car. You could jump in your own car and chase him. Uh, and then uh, about you, you have time to do something before Jimmy catches up with you as you stumble out, maybe limping a little bit from that one. Uh, <clears throat> so much adrenaline, I'm not even feeling it. That's probably true. Um, uh, can I shoot out a tire? Yeah, you can sure try. Ooh, well, I have 44. Okay, it's going to hit. Now it's... I'm going to roll percentiles. Ooh. Well, you you know you hit that tire. It's a clean puncture. There's not a loud explosive pop, but you damage the tire. It's wobbly now. It's going to put him at a disadvantage on his driving rolls to the tune of minus 20. And he... Uh, but he gets out into the road with that wobbly tire and guns that motor... Still, still, you know, he's still got the ledger, of course. And, of course, your car's not that far away. Jimmy finally, huffing and puffing, cuts down to the bottom of the stairs. And what do you guys do? <sighs> uh, do I see him driving off? Oh, yeah. You can, when I arrive? Oh, yeah. Or oh, yeah. is he? Not enough time okay. to shoot at him again, but uh, enough time to go run and get into the car with... Uh, yeah, you, You're going to drive? 
you, I think he should it. drive. I want to okay. shoot out the window. All right. Um, yeah. Okay, well, you guys jump into the car and uh, roar out into the parking lot. And, and uh, roar out of the parking lot. And uh, he's turned right on armor, and he's zooming down towards Maine and uh, makes another right. And he takes it really, really fast. And he makes a driving roll, and he gets an 05. That's pretty good. He's been uh, doing his driving. He hasn't driven his own car in forever, so uh, uh, he doesn't stop to shoot back. I'm assuming now you guys, if you want to keep up with him, you're going to have to take that same speed around the corner. So uh, if you want to whoop around that corner, please make a driving roll. 08. Nice. So this is like classic Hollywood car chase here. You both do that whole... What is that fishtail type turn around the, the, I don't know, car stuff, but where the back end just kind of drifts around and then and uh, drifting. Man, he just barreling down Maine as fast as he can. And uh, did, Jimmy, do you want to try to take a shot out the window? Oh, yeah. Okay, now take a minus 20, though, because firing from a moving car at a moving car, in fact, I think it's probably more than that, but just take a minus 20 and you. And are you aiming at the tires, back window? Well, it doesn't matter. I missed. All right. Well, bam, bam. And uh, I'm going to give him a minus 40 to his shot because he's doing that desperate, you know, firing blindly behind <laughs> him with one hand while he's driving with the other. It's, it's more just like blam, blam, blam. But uh, actually, fuck. He actually hits, though. Um I knew that was going to happen. I didn't really expect that to happen. You got a 22 here, and so, uh, bam, the whole windshield probably just, just smashes open. But uh, you guys don't take any any, any real serious damage, uh, you know, other than it would be considered bruises, damage in gangbusters terms, light uh, scratches and things like that. But it's big dramatic, and now the wind's rushing in on you. But when that happens, please make a driving roll. Because obviously that's shocking, and you got to keep control of the vehicle. 16. Nice. You managed to keep the, the, by that driving course at the Bureau really paid off. And uh, and now you guys are just, he's got a pretty steady place in front of, uh, he's uh, pulling up pretty far ahead of you. You got to keep in mind, the guy's got a phantom, but it is damaged. He's been at a penalty to his driving rolls. And now as we rocket down Maine, he's heading like towards like Union Station and Penn Valley Park and that area. And, uh, Let's both make opposed driving rolls to see if you can gain on him. He has a 46 here, which is a success for him, but you could succeed more. Uh, 33. Well, you gain on him. Not all the way up to him, but much, much closer. Much, much closer. And if you want to fire again out the window, Jimmy, you can reduce that penalty down to a minus 10. Thirty-two. That hits. Now his whole back windshield and his car swerves and it actually goes out of control, bumps up over an embankment and skids in a big circle uh, out onto the uh, the parking lot at the uh, National World War One Memorial, uh, normally called the Liberty Memorial, and. Uh, if you can't really drive up, well, you could. Do you want to drive up over the embankment the way he just did and through some bushes and all that? Because he's fucked up his car. I ain't going anywhere now. 
or do you want to take the extra 15 seconds and actually drive up into the parking lot properly? Go over then, Bing. Yeah, that's a little more dramatic. All right. And you make the driving roll, and... Ninety-eight again. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> that's so weird. The same number. Okay, yeah, you guys go up. You hit the embankment, and bam! You, f- the front of the car hits the embankment. The momentum of the back of the car flips the entire car. You know, up and into the huge flip. Make agility rolls as you brace yourselves for this landing. Got mine. Twenty-eight. 11. Okay, that's great. Because when in that bone shutter, the car lands perfectly right side up, but the suspension is shot, and you're not driving this car out of here. Uh, meanwhile, you hear a gunshot and a little flash of light over over the entrance to the Liberty Memorial. And I assume you rush over there. It must be, you know, where Salerno is. Again, I don't want to dictate your actions, but I, I'll just assume you keep chasing. Uh Oh, like in the car, you mean? No, the, that car ain't no. going anywhere. Yeah, yeah we're out right, so we're, foot. He's on foot, we have to. I should have made that clear. His car is fucked, too. It's not going anywhere. His suspension's also shot. So he's gotten out and run on foot, and it looks like he's run into the Liberty Memorial. Okay, yeah, we'll climb out of the... Uh, I guess it's not upside no, down. No, it's not upside uh, down, but you're, bone, you're all like... You have a bone jarring, sir, but you had... Bra- you'd, you had landed just right with your bodies that you didn't take any serious damage um, other than you'll be stiff and things like that but yeah I assume you get out and and of course your feet your footsteps you know echo across because the the plaza of the Liberty Memorial that it's all built on for listeners who've never seen it it is a real thing but it's basically this, this great big tall phallic kind of tower with a flame that was built that, by public subscription right about you know around this time period and uh you, when you get to the entrance, you see that uh, a night watchman is laying there dead, you know, bleeding from his head, and his key ring has been ripped off. And, of course, the door is still swinging open, and you can hear this, like, uh, echoing metal footsteps. Uh, there is a stairway that goes all the way up to the top of that tower, and in desperation, Salerno seems to be, like, running up those stairs, and I can only assume you guys will have to chase him. It's hard to get a line of sight, and uh, I can't think of anywhere to slide up a spiral staircase. So there's a lengthy chase up the stairs, and finally there's... Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. And, uh... I'm fucking... Uh... So out of shape. And by the way, it's like a trail of blood, too, which I forgot to mention. Salerno's bleeding. He's heavily wounded. Hang on. Hang on, Jimmy. What the fuck's he gonna do? Jump off? Let's just wait at the fucking bottom. Wait, I don't know what he's gonna do. He's gonna hide up there or something. Wait, to, you start. We gotta to get, get that ledger. You think? Yeah, make make a uh, make observation rolls. There's really no intelligence score in this game, but observation fills that role. Thirteen. Forty-two. Okay, now I think maybe in the modern times that fire on top of the Liberty Memorial is not an actual flame, but it was once. Flames would burn ledgers real good. Mm. All right. Oh, well, if that's his intent, then yeah, I'll definitely follow him. You'd think that maybe that's his intent, because where is he going to run? You get, you, you've get you've had enough FBI experience that at some point, if he can destroy the evidence and just let you arrest him, he'll be okay. 
seems to be his play at this point. He's probably also afraid that he's going to die. But I assume you guys will chase him all the way up to the top. And uh, now there's just a little balcony around the top of the memorial. And of course, when you step out onto it, that's going to be taking a big risk. Salerno could be right there. Who steps out first and how do you do it? I step out with my gun and badge drawn. Okay. And I and I don't I don't step out slowly either. I burst out as quickly as I can. Okay. And uh do you follow him, Jimmy? Yeah. Okay. Alright, well you don't see him right out there, but you can hear him struggling and breathing like to your left. So I assume you run around the circle. This little balcony is the top of this huge, huge, tall uh, Liberty Memorial. How tall is the Liberty Memorial? Ryan, you're pretty fast at Googling stuff. And uh, it's um, it's really, really tall. It's nothing you'd want to fall off of. But you can hear him struggling around back there. And I assume you run around to where he is. And there actually is a little service ladder that runs up uh, to the top. And uh, he's trying to struggle with it. And he turns around and looks down at you guys. And he's got the ledger in his hands. He's like, I'll toss it up there. Swear to God, I'll burn it. Listen, guys, we can do a deal. All right? We can do... What the fuck is that? He says, looking at your badge. He's like, I knew it! I I never had a good feeling about you. I ought to have my head examined. I'll toss it. I swear I'll toss it. You guys, you know... You know I'll do it. Hand it it over. Come on, Salerno. The, The gig's up, baby. We got you. Hey, listen, if you hand it over and uh, you give some names, you can you can be in the position that I'm in, which is uh, not going to prison. You know, you work with them. It's fine. Yeah, there's a difference you know? between me and you. You know that? The difference between me is I ain't a fucking rat. Yeah, are you sure about that? You, I mean, listen, it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty good deal. You, you get the, you get to live. And you, you just got to name some names. We're, we're all scumbags in this business. Just name some other scumbags, you know? He'll uh, be all right. His shoulders sag. He's still holding on to the ladder with one hand. His shoulders sag. He's got the ledger in the other. And then he looks down at you guys, seemingly defeated. And then, in a matter of a millisecond, he smiles and he winks. And he moves his arm as if he's going to hurl the ledger. What do you do? Shoot him. Both of you? Shoot. All right. Yeah. Twenty-three. Eighteen. Well, that's twelve points of damage, which is far more than he can possibly sustain. The ledger I'm gonna say I've I've been waiting to say this, I'm gonna say <laughs> I didn't go fucking soft. I say this is dying. Well, and he, he, he lives long enough to hear that, but the ledger falls from his hand and lands at the bottom of the balcony, but Salerno being a little more top-heavy and everything falls backwards, lands in between you guys with his back on the edge of the railing, but you know, his head and shoulders pull him down over and he flips over the railing and he falls all the way down. All 217 feet. Yeah. And Pops like a grape on the pavement. And you hold in your hands the ledger. Now, you realize that, well, you know, 
this ledger was supposed to put him away and now he's gone but as you look at the ledger and flip through it there's a lot of names in this ledger a lot of names and I think I'd like to fade out at this point and uh, fade back in after the passage of several weeks if you guys don't mind for a little epilogue scene and uh, we're at the Kansas City Municipal Airport near downtown and uh, Luigi is there and uh, his wife and little Louie and Jimmy you're there and uh, Salvo is there and of course your wife and your little baby girl Bella haven't come here but the reason you guys are here is you're, you're here to, and your wife is here Bobby and the reason that you guys are all here is that uh, to say goodbye Bobby is being transferred Bobby is uh, ever since this uh, ledger with ties to Chicago uh, created interesting opportunities for the investigation against Capone, Capone that Elliot Ness is doing. Uh, Bobby is being transferred to Chicago to join up with Elliot's unit, which uh, the press has referred to as the Untouchables. And so, if you guys would like to uh, say your goodbyes, I'll let you. Would you like to say goodbye to your friend, Jimmy? He's my friend now, is he? Hey, uh, Bobby, is that even your real name, Bobby Marbles? Did you make that up? Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's fucking, uh, it's Robert, but, you know, it, uh, I thought but it... But the marble part's right? Yeah, it's yeah. true? Yeah, that's huh. true. I just thought it was, uh, I thought Bobby Marbles sounded, uh, better than Robert, you know. Yeah, well, you fooled me. I thought you were one of us. But, hey, I thought I was one of us. I guess I'm not. I guess there's no us. I guess uh, I'm a fucking uh, stool pigeon now. Uh, so, uh... So you're one of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, the us is feds. Well, I'm a fed now. Well, says Agent Rex Salvo. That leads me to uh, something I wanted to talk to. Where's my, where's my badge? You're kind of taking some of the fun out of this for me, but I was going to say that... Uh, now that Agent Marbles will be leaving the Kansas City area, I was curious as to whether you're interested in a job, Jimmy. Well, uh, it beats uh, working at the you know, grocery store or something. I got no other uh, you know, skills, so... Uh, Listen, go home and tell your wife to pack her bags. You guys are taking a trip to Washington for a few months. D.C. Washington, huh? What am I going to be doing in Washington? Is that where you train us? You're going to be going to school. Yeah, I'm back to school. All right. <laughs> All right. Listen, That's fellas. Crazy. Fellas, fellas. Luigi comes up. Ah, oh, jeez. I, I knew. I just got to say. I just got to say. From the bottom of my heart. You've saved my life, guys. You've saved my family. And I got some great news. I got some wonderful news to share with you. Look at my look at my beautiful wife. She's glowing. She's glowing, fellas. You know why? You know why she's glowing? I'm I'm happy to say I'm pregnant again. Yeah. And you know what we're gonna name the baby? We're gonna name the baby Jim Bob. After you guys. So oh, that's <laughs> fucking Thank, terrible. Come here, man. you guys you guys, you know what? I, I'm gonna give you a big kiss. I'm gonna give you a big kiss. Come here. Come here, you big luck. Come here. And there's kind of a big group hug and we'll Don't. we'll we'll, uh. we'll fade out with that happy ending. And uh, that's it. I'm going to shoot him. No, don't do that. That would just ruin everything here in the last <laughs> minute. You would not get that job with the FBI. 
So um, that's it. That's the end of this Gangbusters adventure. But we never know that in the future, uh, these two guys may end up being working together again, you know, in some other city against some other gangsters. So we'll wait and see. And in the meantime, stay tuned next week because we're going to play something else. Actually, we're going to be on break next week, but after that, we'll be playing something completely different, and we'll keep that a secret. Good evening, and good night from the world of Gangbusters. See ya. See ya.